It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Monday night, June 25th, 2012. Wanted to shout out my friend Charles Scalise, one of my best friends for over a decade now. I just wanted to say happy 30th birthday, Charles. And as I said on your Facebook wall, if we weren't turning 30 this year, then we would not have come out the same year as Thriller. And that makes it all worth it, doesn't it? Um, What's going on, everyone? I see the chat room is live and popping already. I see Astrid. I see Jen. I see Sue, I see other Jen, Jody, Caitlin, Manny, uh, Moe. Uh, I, thank you guys so much for joining the uh, the program tonight. We got a great show tonight with Jake Silverman from As the World Turns, The Good Wife, and um, 3C right now at the Rattlestick Theater, which I saw uh, last week. So uh, I just wanted to start off tonight. Uh, by saying, uh, you know, I don't want to bring the mood down, but some shit went down today that made me feel a certain way. So let's get right into the certain way right off the bat. Um, just wanted to let you know that it, I had this, uh, I have this day job that I have been working a while now. I mentioned it on the last episode, which is our anniversary show, which you should go to uh, iTunes and download immediately, by the way. And, uh, Hopefully one day I can get away with doing just this full-time and and cancel out the day job. But today, the day job made me feel some kind of way. So let's get into that. When you just don't know what you're feeling, you can't find the right word to say. Well, that's the moment you start to realize you're feeling a certain way. You feel a certain way. I feel a certain way. I said it. work 
law firm by day, and of course I'm the crime-fighting radio vigilante by night, but today our overtime got taken away. Uh, you know, they barely pay us enough as is, and a lot of us rely on that overtime money for rent, food, etc. Apparently, last Wednesday, somebody allegedly saw people in my department horsing around and for what well, I guess was a third time brought it to the attention of the firm that our department was potentially not doing work or messing around too much. Uh, the day after this went down, there was a big fiasco at work. One of our colleagues was demanding everyone who stayed that Wednesday night send in his or her work log of everything he or she did that night. One of my coworkers is the hardest working paralegal I know, and he, for the first time ever, called out sick that day. He stayed for overtime the night before, and some higher-ups at the firm thought it was a good idea to harass this poor sick man at home for his log from the night before. I cannot think of a planet where that is appropriate. If I can think of any instance off the top of my head of mistreatment in the workplace, it's harassing a sick man at home for an Excel sheet, particularly when this sick man is one of the hardest working people I know. Uh, you know, the number one rule in the hood we've known for a long time is not to be a snitch. So little Kim went to jail for not snitching, for God's sake. Somebody who probably doesn't even know us personally thought it would be a good idea to conjecture that our behavior was inappropriate, but this person doesn't understand that he or she is dealing with our lives, our bank accounts, you know, the food on our table, etc. So to my fellow paralegals, as you look for other jobs this evening, just know that the world is bigger than our firm. You are bigger than that place and better. And you guys prove it time and time again. I work with a really awesome group of people, Sam, a really awesome group. Uh, we are bound to get along and be friends outside of work, which maybe makes us enjoy each other's company at work. Not to mention, we work a really depressing, morbid job where we essentially deal with dead people all day. And the truth is, we need those moments of positivity and hilarity at work to keep our sanity, which we collectively lose more and more every day. We have essentially been banned from working. It makes very <laughs> little sense as this can only hurt overall productivity. We don't get paid enough, and now we don't have the time to get everything done. We need competitive rates, and we need incentives to do this job well, and after today, I'm not sure what the firm is expecting. For months, there has been a really low morale in my department. It's too much drama from above, and it's difficult to tolerate on a daily basis. People are constantly quitting and new people are starting. Our department switches people more than Van Halen goes through singers. We have each other to get us through it. So over the course of the last almost two years, the other folks in, the, in my department and I have become good friends, and that's the only way this works. I learn from them, and they do new things because of me. I work with an incredible, dynamic, exciting open-minded and loving group of people. Various things have proven that to me, like my straight co-worker Will accompanying me to the duplex for mostly fun time on a Friday night and digging the shit out of it. Or my lady-loving co-worker Eskew, who stepped two feet into the Ritz in Hell's Kitchen and was immediately engaged in a conversation with an old man with far too much plastic surgery. And when we left this very gay dance club with lasers and steam, <laughs> my co-worker yelled out, that place was awesome. 
I know how awesome these folks are because of the way that my coworker Beamarsh is mad little but can command the energy of a room better than anyone in there. And it's the way Natalie and I crack up hysterically at Medea together. The way Vasky will rush off and help a friend in need despite trying to holler at a beautiful girl. The way Mike fully and openly admits to loving Justin Bieber. The way Ellie makes the most genius spur-of-the-moment comments. So I just wanted to give you guys a shout-out. Sorry for anyone I didn't mention specifically, but I mean this collectively. So despite the shit that we're being put through right now, I'm thinking of you and want my listeners to holler at you guys with a little positive energy. You're bigger than the firm, you're better than its decisions, and you all deserve better. Much love and paper towels. And I see uh, Astrid says, power to you and your colleagues, Rye. And Cheryl says, hang in there, Ryan. Uh, Sue says, sounds like you're really tight with these guys, Ryan. Um, so, yeah. Cheryl, I do love my coworkers. It's a good group of people, and they don't deserve this crap. Uh, on the positive end of things, uh, I had the honor, the true distinct honor of marching in the New York City Gay Pride Parade yesterday with the It Gets Better folks. I have to say it was one of the most moving experiences of my life to see so many crowds of people cheering on love and living a genuine life as we marched down the streets of New York with our banner and our entourage was incredible. And thanks to my friends Rebecca and Amy for inviting me to be, be a part of that with them. It will definitely go down as one of the highlights of my life. Uh, for more information, check out itgetsbetter.org. If you are feeling lost or alone or you ever need a reminder that things will get better, contact the Trevor Project at 866-4U-TREVOR. That's 866-488-7386. If you're in Canada, give the Kids Helpline a call at 1-800-668-6868. We can't afford to lose any more amazing young people because they were never given a chance to be themselves. Let's see how we're doing on the line here. Uh, so just a reminder that Jake Silverman is coming up in uh, just a few minutes. Thank you guys so much for joining the chat room and for calling in. Um, you know that Jake is starring in a play right now, and uh, uh, he takes his clothes off completely in it. So we'll talk to him about that. Um, and uh, I hope you guys stay tuned for the rest of the show. Remember that the call-in number, if you want to talk to, to Mr. Silverman, is 917-388-4131. That's 917-388-4131. So without further ado, my uh, guest tonight played one of the first ever gay teens on daytime television on As the World Turns and currently stars in 3C at the Rattlestick Theater in New York City. Please welcome back to the program, Jake Silverman. That's the mighty applause there. My goodness, I think that applause grows. Yeah, buddy. How are you, man? I'm good, I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well, sir. I'm doing well. Um, I uh, saw your... your play the other night and it was very good and you were fantastic in it as always um i was a bit uh shocked as i had no warning that you were going to be completely nude in it how, how does that feel I, I love that that's the lead-in for me in the in the show too jake <laughs> all his clothes off yeah and then then an entire play happens um yeah i mean it's all set in, in the script and um 
uh, you know, that's that's uh, uh, the the writer is the writer is very particular about what he writes as as you know he should be and and um, you know I remember, I remember kind of being asked after like I knew I was in consideration for the role like you know but by my manager being more specific about it being like you are aware that that scene is in there I'm like and I said well yeah I mean I read the script <laughs> I, yeah. were you were you nervous about that at all sure wouldn't you be. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I would. I would turn down the part. <laughs> well, I don't think you would do that if it was if it, if it was you know called for. Uh, I mean, um, if I had <clears throat> the body of an Adonis like you seem to be having these days, <laughs> I would. I would. Uh, <laughs> um, no, how do you always I mean, stay in such good shape? It's a. It's a. It's a. It's quite an experience um, opening up a door, <laughs> going on stage having no clothes on it's it's a bizarre experience um it's kind of empowering to say the least i don't know it's just, it's, it's just weird just weird <laughs> that's not that's not how i was raised to go out in public without my clothes so it's weird um you know it's interesting that uh we have you here this week because we actually just um I I just had this guy on the program, Ricky Schroeder, and by Ricky Schroeder, I don't mean the guy from Silver Spoons or NYPD Blue that you may know of. I mean a 20-year-old guy who's in Naked Boys Singing who also goes by Ricky Schroeder. I'm thinking if I were named the same thing that maybe I would change my name. Anyway, he's in Naked Boys Singing. His name is Ricky Schroeder? Yeah, and that's what he goes by. Like, if my name was... Richard Schroeder, I would probably go by something different just to differentiate myself from the other guy, you know? Well, yeah, I mean, and it's also, it's, um, that reason aside, I think, uh, in terms of, of SAG or, 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 you know, the, the unions are, are usually pretty particular, which is kind of strange. I think only one person is allowed in, as, as I think they must, they, they must make, uh, exceptions for, for certain names. I mean, you know, there are certain names that are just very common. Uh, well, here's the thing. Um, but Rick Schroeder, Ricky, Ricky Schroeder, that you and I know and love uh, from our childhood, he goes now, but he goes by Rick Schroeder now. So maybe that has something to do with it. Well, there you go. But I know that when, Jake, when I joined Equity, I was shocked that there were no other Ryan Holmeses in it, at, like, ever since its existence. Because I just joined, I figured I would have to go by my middle initialism, but uh, I just joined with my first and last name. Yeah, I mean, I would, I actually, I would be slightly surprised about that as well. Yeah, so it just, just goes to show, then you know, <laughs> the name so has limitations. Yeah, exactly. My, my <laughs> point is <laughs> that Ricky was on the show last week. He's in Naked Boys singing off Broadway now. What happens? I asked him this as well. What happens if you get excited on stage? Um, I mean, he—I don't know how long he's out there for. You saw the show. For me, it's—it's—it's it's, it's in and out. I mean, I'm or yeah. off. You know, it's not a long time that, I, that I'm out there like that. Um, I would. Think I—I I, I don't think that. The, I mean, I think it takes a certain, a special sort. To to have that have that occur, I would think. 
Um, yeah, I mean, those boys are naked like the entire play, and, you know, they're all... What, what show is this? I have no idea what show you're talking about here. Naked Boys Singing. Uh, it's, uh, naked it's Boys been... Singing. So this is, it's really, it's, you're, you're, that's, that's, that's what it is, right? Yeah, and that's literally what it is. It's, it's Naked Boys Singing. Like if they were show. telling a place and having it be called Tasty Pasta. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, it's actually Naked Boys dancing around and singing. Um, and they actually, I asked him if, like, he said that if that were to happen, then you would just have to get off stage real quickly. Uh, but it hasn't happened. Um, but I asked him, what about during the photo shoots when you guys were all around, you know, naked all over, on top of each other, whatever. And he says that he thinks he saw somebody get excited and then kind of hide it or whatever. So that, that must have been awkward. Yeah. Moving on. Um, Moving what on. about during tech? Did you have to stand there uh, <laughs> in the nude while they really? lied to you? Or, really? Or did... we're, we're, I thought we were moving on. We're still talking about the nakedness? Yeah, yeah. Just, this is the last naked question. I, I need to stay on this for another one. Uh, what, do you, what do you think the answer to that question is about me in tech <laughs> coming out and on, off and on to get this, this scene right? What do you What do you think? You think it was naked? I mean... I've never had. I just a had a picture. I was just wearing a portrait of your face. <laughs> I had your headshot. I had a dance belt fashioned using your using your headshot. It kept me <laughs> kept me in the moment. So my my face was all up in your junk. Spacing out. We were facing the world together. <laughs> Okay, so while we're on this, uh, how, Jake, I mentioned this before, how do you stay in such good shape? I don't remember. I feel like most of your friends, myself included, we yo-yo back and forth. It's just very unhealthy. How, how You've never been out of shape. Me? Yeah. Sure I, sure I have. No, you haven't. No? I don't think so. I don't know. I think I, think I, I, think I probably have, but uh, I don't know. Just uh like to, you know, you just, you're just going to make it fun. You mean exercise or eating exercise. right? Exercise. you got to make it fun. <laughs> um, so this show that you're doing, 3C, uh, how is your run going? It's going well. It is. It's, um, it's, it's going well. We're, you know, I, I love all the actors that, that I'm, that I'm working with. Uh, I love David Ashby as a playwright. Um, I love working with the director Jackson. She's you know she's wonderful. I mean, I just feel like I just feel as though everybody from the beginning was just so enthusiastic, and it's a difficult, strange play. It really is. It's it's, it's strange play. It's not for everyone, um, but everyone has has from the beginning put a hundred percent of themselves into it, and it's just been a very gung ho. Uh, attitude from everyone, and it's been wonderful. It really has. There's like there's everyone in the show. Not only would I work with again, I would love to work with again. And that's, that's so. You know, I've been in some shows where that hasn't been the case. <laughs> do you care to elaborate on that? Nah, I don't need to do that. But you know, yeah, I didn't think so. <laughs> um, what about did, when you were a kid watching My Girl? Did you ever think that you would be acting on stage with Beta Saltonfuss? No, that's such a funny... 
I, I, I totally, I probably haven't, I, you know, at the time, I think I, I'm pretty sure I had a big crush on Beta. And, um, <laughs> and yeah, it's so funny. But, I mean, like, I remember, uh, it, it's so funny when that happens. Um, and when you think back, when you think about a performance that you saw somebody do, you know, so long ago, and to think that, you know, years later you'd be working with him on something. And it's it's just, it's just one of the wonderful parts about the business, I guess. It's great. Yeah, definitely. I mean, but there, there was some, you know, Bill Buell, we were in the dressing room today, and uh, he and, and, and somebody brought up uh, Welcome to the Dollhouse. And, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people, and, and he played the father in that. And so somebody else said, oh, my God, that was that was you. I, I love that movie. And it was, you know, it's just, it's just one of those funny little moments. He said, yeah, yeah, that was, yeah, it was me. I, you know, it was, was a good one. And yeah. um, I, 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 I think those instances are... Are, are charming. They're darling. They're darling little pieces. <laughs> They're charling. Um, and explain to me uh, and our listeners what the play is. Just a little bit about the the plot and what the theme of the play is. Uh, the plot of the play, it really is... Now, we, it, all the reviews are out, so I don't have a problem saying, you know, bringing up to the Three's Company uh, references. That was something that at, at a certain point in rehearsals, it felt as though the party line was to cut, was to back off uh, mentioning mentioning that. Mm-hmm. But, no, it, it, it's kind of a reimagining of, of Three's Company taking as though, and I think, I forget what reviewer said it best, but I really liked the way they said, you know, as though the the plastic characters of the 70s TV shows were real three-dimensional people, they would be pretty unhappy. And mm-hmm. this play is taking taking those characters out of that two-dimensional setting and putting them into this weird, uh, realistic, yet Jacobian-type uh, type of setting, type of style. And it's strange because we kind of, it's kind of, it, it's elastic in the way that we bounce from Comedy to 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 to, to drama, mm-hmm. and it's painful sometimes. I think the audience sometimes doesn't know where we are, and it can be it can it can be jarring. And it's every audience every night. I swear, every night is so different. Probably more so than any show that I've I've done. We just had really um, with that. Is it like different? Uh, is one audience really loud and energetic, and then the other is really somber? Yeah, some. And, and yeah. There's some. There's some moments recently, especially that used to be our constant. You know, so we'd, we'd expect certain reactions from certain moments, and and it's it's it just changes. And I think the and you know, audiences. It's always interesting. I was in a show once where I I I was afraid that it was going to get panned, and I remember. We got actually we got very praised, uh, specifically by you know some of the, some of the bigger papers, the Times included, and it was such a difference in the audience once those reviews came out. As before the reviews, it could be very. There were some moments that really weren't landing, and then after the, the reviews, it seemed as though the audience had been given permission to to go along with this, and and that can happen sometimes. It's a subconscious thing, and it's interesting to see. So, 
and I'm not even saying that that's necessarily what's happening with this show, but I just know the past few performances have been like moments that n- never really hit before have been hitting more so now, and other moments that never got a reaction, you know, and vice versa. It's 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 really interesting. Your uh, your hairstyle in uh, this play is it based on John Ritter or is it based more on Jason Selvig? <laughs> Uh, yes, to those who don't know Jason Selvig, uh, yes, that, that, I specifically asked for the Selvig, Selvig do. Um, I wish I had his flowing locks. They are, they are, they are truly something. Um, I don't remember John Ritter actually having hair quite like this. I'd have to. I, I think it was a little bit shorter, but it definitely was of the same ilk. But I love. I just love getting a, to wear a wig like this. I, I really do. Um, I, it's the what? Getting to wear a wig like this? Yeah, that's not my real hair. That's that is a wig. No, that's your hair. No, that's a wig. What's that? You're you're breaking up there. Can you hear me now? I can hear you now. Uh, that's not a that's that's your real hair. No. No, you didn't stay until after the show when you came, but you would have seen that that is not my hair. I know because I'm a bad friend. No, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Um. Wow, I had no idea. I thought that was your hair. I was like, I didn't know that. Come on, hair are like you that. serious? Are you? I, I really thought you were fucking with me right now. Like, no, that was not my hair at all. What? Never you know, well, you don't understand. I don't know. I haven't had hair in a while, so I don't, guys with hair, I don't know what they can do with their hair. You think we could just when go from? Have. You know, we could just grow it out instantly. <laughs> I mean, I it's didn't know how long you'd be growing that. it out for. It's, it's funny that you say that, though, because I, I did not know to the extent that women in society use weaves. Did not know until recently, like in the past couple of years. <laughs> I remember that being a big... I, I just was shocked. <laughs> the amount of... You know, when, I just never really thought about it. I said, oh, wow, didn't she have... Didn't that person have longer hair before? And somebody will correct me. Yeah, that, that, that was a weave. Right, yeah. In in high school, I remember in high school, whenever two girls got in a fight, it was usually on the stairwell, and one of them would pull out the other one's weave. (laughs) Or the one with the weave would pull it out and throw it at the other girl. They would pull out their own weave and throw it at the other girl? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it was a big fight tactic back in the uh, early aughts across high school. You weren't in high school in the early aughts. Mm, yeah, like 2000, 2001. Okay, yeah, those are, that's, that's yeah, that's, those are the real early odds. <laughs> you ain't never lie. All right, now that we've discussed our age, uh, or my age anyway, so uh, your character, Jake, is, um, in, in this play, is struggling with uh, his homosexuality. Why, why do you think, yeah, huh? I was going to say, why do you think that you've been cast in in a few of these roles now? I think because uh, I got. I mean, it's it's you know, it's it's that it's it's that and uh, and no, I, I think a lot of some of some of the best roles written for 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 men, you know, for for young men these days are oftentimes characters struggling with their sexuality. Yeah. So. I don't know. Speaking of, have you seen uh, this uh, Chandler Massey on Days of Our Lives playing the gay storyline uh, on that show? 
I have not. I got to tell you, this guy is my biggest crush since, well, a, a long time. He's <laughs> gorgeous. Yeah? And, uh, yeah, very talented. Anyway, um, <laughs> moving on. Uh, so, okay, so uh, you're awesome in the show. The show is really interesting. Uh, it's it's like, I, I don't know, I found it um, kind of, uh, there were moments that were very, like, shocking and in your face, uh, which is really interesting to see in like that sort of 70s style um, sitcom type thing, which I, you know, I'm very familiar with having watched shows like Three's Company a lot and stuff. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. Before we move on, is there anything else you want to uh, say about that show? Oh, no, I, I was just going to say, I thought you were going with the, with the Brad, with the, my character's Brad sexuality. Um one of my favorite mm-hmm. twists about about that with 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 three from three C is that in three C John Ritter uh, was playing you know was playing a straight guy pretending to be gay so that the landlord so that the landlords would allow him to, to stay there right and in this Brad is is a gay in the closet uh, guy who's you know not even he's not really out to, you know you know he's, he's in the closet. He, he, he's yeah. trying to fight this, and so he's pretending to be a straight guy, pretending to be a gay guy, which I I, don't know, I just love that. I love that the you know because there's so many there's just so many layers within that that it's been it has been a lot of fun. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, so you you're you're playing one thing, playing another thing. It's gotta be yeah, well, I, I just I like that, Dave. That that's, that to me is is one of the one of the such an entertaining twist to take from. You know, from Three's Company. Well, yeah, he, this 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 guy. This what if he really is gay, pretending to be straight, pretending to be gay? Right. <laughs> I just thought it was well, Dick. It is now time for the Blazing Ride birthdays. Here we go. comes to us from Scott Giles on Facebook. Scott and his friend Hannah live in the UK and are very close. He wanted to do something special for her because she is one in a million and the best friend he could ever ask for. It is Scott and Hannah's last summer together as they are moving away to different universities. Hannah is a massive fan of yours, Jake. Scott asks if you, Jake, would please say happy birthday to his friend Hannah because it's 3 a.m. in England and homegirl just turned 19. No, really? The, the, oh, really? Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm very touched. It. I would be honored to wish her a happy birthday. Is she? We're awesome. assuming she's listening right now. Yes, she's listening right now. You want to just give her a little happy birthday, Hannah? Hannah, have a wonderful 19th birthday. Um, I, I'm, yeah, happy birthday. Enjoy it and. and uh, uh, what's 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 his name again? With what? What's the the? Her name is Hannah. What's what's her boyfriend's name? Uh, her best friend's name is Scott. Her best friend's name. Her best friend's name Scott. Your sweetheart. I'm sure she she appreciates it. And and uh, yeah, happy birthday, Hannah. Have a wonderful wonderful year. 
Awesome. Um, so, Jake, did you watch the newsroom last night? I did. What you think? I did. Uh, our alumni, our our you know our fellow alumni, Mr. Sorkin, uh, his show premiered last night, and I, I was very excited to see. I mean, I, I don't know about you, but I, I, you can't really go anywhere in New York City these right now without seeing an ad for that show somewhere, be it on yep. the bus stop or you know, it's 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 pretty re- relentless. But mm-hmm. did you watch it? I did watch it. Yeah, uh, I I thought it was. It was really good. Um, yeah, it, it, for those who don't know, Aaron Sorkin was in the same drama department uh, as Jake and, and me, um, and he uh, also wrote The West Wing and The Social Network and A Few Good Men. Um, so his show premiered last night on HBO, The Newsroom, and it's really he's, – he's such a talented writer. It's really hard to turn away from, from anything that I see of his. No, I'll watch anything he does. I mean, he, he, he's, he's brilliant and um, – uh, a really nice guy. I was able to to meet him uh, about a year and a half ago, and just a you know really really sweet guy. Um, and yeah, I think I, I think I, I was really impressed. I was really impressed with the show, and I, and and I can't wait to see where he goes with it. It's just it's a nice take on on uh, a, a very broad. I mean, there's just so there's so many ways. I just knew that him tackling that the newsroom i mean he did sports night as well and that's that that was kind of more of a comedy but this you know and i don't think they ever quite found the right footing with that even though i thought it was a great show this 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 i just thought was wonderful so yeah i also had no idea that. that johnny gallagher uh john gallagher jr was in it you know him uh is he the guy which one is he 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 was like her assistant the woman's assistant and he's the guy who uh, knows Heather Rob. I think they used to date. He was in Spring Awakening, an American Idiot. Oh yeah, I think you're right. Oh yeah, yeah. wow, he was really good too. He was really good last night. Yeah, uh, yeah, he was, he awesome. was great. And I don't remember right. the other guy, but I love the guy from who. Uh, I love the guy from other desert cities. I, was, I, I hate not knowing his name, but he's uh, he's on a, one of my favorite shows uh, that I've seen on Broadway in a long time. Um, he's got a great role in this as like the um, you know, he's he's one of the he's one of the executive producers uh, of his show. It, it was just really good. There's there's a lot there's a lot there. I hope everybody gets to see it. My favorite show on TV right now, though, that I'm I'm so excited for its return is Breaking Bad. Oh yeah. That's, oh man, have, do you watch that? I do not. Oh, you gotta you gotta get on that, Ryan. You gotta get on that. Yeah, I hear it's amazing. Yeah. Well, I can't believe well, I still, I'm, I'm pretty excited that I was asked to, to say happy birthday to somebody. That was, uh, that was pretty special. <laughs> well, Making sure it's really special that you think it's special. I think it's special that you think you're special. <laughs> I think we're back to the whole guy playing a guy playing a different thing in a play now. We're in a, we're in a, yeah. It's a play within a play within a play. <laughs> um, speaking of HBO shows, your co-star at the moment is she's in that show Veep with Julia Louis Dreyfus. Have you seen that? Yeah. Oh yeah, I think it's hilarious. What about yeah? It's so funny. Yeah, and uh, I, I think she's great on that show. She's I think she's got uh, Anna Klumski. I think she's just got such wonderful comedic timing. Uh, she's fantastic on that show, and it's, it's, it's it was kind of funny, you know, because I mean, the, the show it was I think it was only six or eight episodes, but that was kind of it, it was 
throughout the the time of the rehearsal process. So it was just fun on Monday morning to kind of to come in and be like, that was hilarious last night. What was you know what was it like shooting mm-hmm. that scene? And because uh, she's she's so prominent on, on that show. Yeah. And one of my favorite lines. Yeah, I'm going to go. This is a really. This is this is one of my favorite. I was watching the show, and Julie Weiss Dreyfus has this has this this line where she says somebody somebody did something dumb, and she says, "That's like trying to use a croissant as a dildo." No, no, let me break it down for you. It doesn't work, and it makes a fucking mess. <laughs> and. I think that that is I, that was I was on the floor laughing with that, and I had to. I, I just went as, and I think that's one of my favorite lines I heard in a long time. She said, "Yeah, yeah, that was ours too. That was our. That was definitely. We think that might be one of the best best lines of that season. So, <laughs> yeah. that's a great line. Yeah, for um, the uh, those who don't know, Jake's a big uh, basketball fan, fan of the Knicks. Who were you rooting for in the uh, NBA Finals? Was it the Heat or the uh, Oklahoma City uh, Thundercats? Is it Thundercats? It's just the Thunder, dude. <laughs> uh huh. Though Thundercats might be better. I mean, Thunder is kind of a weak name. It's almost as bad as the Wizards. Um, <laughs> that's a terrible name, the Wizards. It's awful. Why? I know Why? Why? Why is that so bad? The Wizards? It just it, like what? It, like the Wizards? Does it, like, it's, I mean, my, my high school team name was the Governors, and then I went on to oh the, my God. Uh, Orange. the Orange. So I always had kind of weird names. So the Wizards sounds normal to me. The Governors is really bad. That's a really bad name. That's probably worse than. I mean. I think the Senators is a weird name too. That's a really yeah. strange name to me. But the Wizards, I mean, God, that's I don't know. That's I, I'm I'm I can't get behind the Wizards. That's I just it's, it's the Wizards. I Do you mean that sure literally or figuratively? Because I could get behind the, a Wizard or two. The Wizards, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, sadly enough, I got into some 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 heated debates about this, but I was actually rooting for. I was rooting for the Heat. I, 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 can't, I can't help it. I, I was. I was rooting for the Heat. Um, I've, you know, I've had friends tell me what a what a traitor I am as a Knicks fan because they are kind of rivals of of the Knicks. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I can't help it. I just kind of I just would have felt bad for LeBron. I know it's lame to feel bad for somebody that you know is. I think Le, I think LeBron James is doing okay in the scheme of things. You know, with, with his with the way things are going in his life, but. Sure. Uh, from a from a simple sports story side of things, I I, I wanted him to win. So just so yeah. he could have the ring that he deserved. Yeah, I mean, come on, he's the best player in basketball. He he should have a ring, and he you know, and like this this way the story is good. It's it's kind of perfect this way. He you know he tried a few times in Cleveland. He you know it didn't work out. Can't say he didn't try there. He uh he. You know, they kind of got the super team together. I understand people didn't like seeing that. Nobody likes to see a front runner. Yeah. But it didn't work out for them. They lost. They lost in the finals, and they came back, and, and they 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 earned it. You know, they went through a year of, of pain. So, you know, it's actually kind of funny, because if you look back at his history, there was, in, in high school, the same thing kind of happened. Him and his friends, mm-hmm. they kind of played around. They didn't take it as seriously as they should have. 
and they were always, you know, they, they were always used to beating teams, blowing them out, and then in the finals of the six, you know, national championship, they lost. And right. they had to deal with that, and then the next two years they won. So I just think it's, I just think it's it's interesting that that they had to go down that road. Um, yeah. You know, I, oh, I, I like it, Jake. I completely uh, forgot to play. You you brought a clip from your play 3C. Uh, I let me. Uh, this is a clip from Jake's current play at the Rattlestick Theater. We'll be right back. I didn't bring a Jake's clip. Over One resident describes her horrifying experience when she first realized the complex was on fire. Well, I woke up to go get me a cold pop. But then I thought somebody was barbecuing. I said, oh, Lord Jesus, it's a fire. <laughs> then I ran out. I didn't grab no shoes or nothing, Jesus. I ran for my life. And then the smoke got me. I got bronchitis. Ain't nobody got time for that. <sighs> Can you believe that that's me? <laughs> Brilliant performance. Thank Brilliant. you. Thank, thank you. I, I don't know what that. What, what the hell was that from, Ryan? <laughs> well, I can't believe you haven't seen this. Usually, you're so uh, up to date on your um your YouTube uh, news bloopers. Uh, this is Sweet Brown from uh, Oklahoma. This woman who was talking about the fire, and she's just lovely. It's as if she was cast in this role. Yeah, no, I, I I haven't heard that. I guess I'm I'm not up on my my YouTube uh, phenomenons. I'll go ahead and twat it on your wall. Yeah, twat um, that. So, so, yeah, okay. So you were rooting for the Heat in the NBA Finals. Um, so I, I noticed before you were like, oh, I got real heated up about this. Was the pun intended? I said that. That's a terrible pun. If I did say that, that was not intended. <laughs> Jake, what other um, projects do you have coming up? What's in the pipeline for you, Mr. Silberman? Uh, me and the boys at Commissade are planning. Um, we can't say what the play is at this point, but we are planning on doing another Brett uh, Samuel Brett Williams brilliant brilliant works uh, in Los Angeles around this time next year. That's that's the plan, um, and uh, and to go further with that. Um, we want to we want to take one of his works and 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 make it into a, a film because it, it's a brilliant story. It really is a brilliant story. It's it's one of the it's one of the best things I've read in a or you know in a long time. And um, I can't go into f- further detail. I wish I could. I wish I could you know. Uh, but for 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 some for some reasons right now we um, we we, we ha- kind of have to be mum about it. But uh, it's really brilliant. And you know the same guy who wrote uh, Derby Day? Derby Day, yes. He wrote Derby Day. Uh, and this project in L.A. will be theater or oh, oh, film, you said? Uh, it will actually be both is the plan. Okay. We plan to do the, the, the stage version and then film it. Not film the stage version, but then to, but to do the stage version and then turn that into a film. If I can offer up some advice when you're choosing performance spaces, I would avoid the Hollywood Fight Club Theater. Okay, I'll do that. The Hollywood Fight Club Theater, avoid it. Yes. Um, uh, Anything else besides that, or is that your primary focus at the moment? 
Uh, yeah, I mean, right now that's 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 you know my primary focus is is uh, this. I've got a, I've got a writing project that I'm working on as well. Um, that's still some time away, but I'm very excited about that. And you know, still working hard on 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 this play, three C. I, I think David Adjmi is a wonderful writer. He has a new play coming out um, that'll be up in uh, Boston and New Haven. It's called Marie Antoinette. Um, Hannah Cable, who's starring, who's co-starring in in Three uh, C, she's going to be in that production as well. It's going. It's a wonderful play. I've had the, the pleasure of reading it, and uh, it's going to be. If anybody, I mean, I, I think it, it's it's a, it's just such a great version of Marie Antoinette. There's, um, I just think he's a brilliant, brilliant. Like he's he's another writer that I will always, you know, from now on, I will always be looking out for for him and and uh, and you know, curious to see what he does next because I think he's just a, a, a surging, rising talent. Where in New Haven is it going to be? You know what? Um, I, for, it, it, I I don't remember if it's, uh, if it's Long Wharf, Yell Rep, Yell Rep, Yell Rep, Yell Rep. Oh, oh! You know I'm from there. I didn't know you were from there. You didn't know I was from New Haven, Connecticut? Pistol Wave in New Haven? Nope, no idea. <laughs> Ew, bro. Um, <laughs> how long have we known each other? I, I I thought you were from I forget I thought you were from somewhere else I thought you were from Michigan or something. <laughs> Michigan. I I don't remember ever hearing New Haven. I'm surprised. We could have yeah, driven so, back sometimes from 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 Syracuse. Mm-hmm. Your friend uh, uh, Two Collins. Uh, she and I share this New Haven uh, uh, connection. So she gave a shout out to New Haven in the chat room at the start of the show. So, uh, yeah, holla back. Elm City's truest. We rep it to the fullest. We take no BS from the efforts that spew it. You know what I'm saying? Word. <laughs> um, well, it sounds like you have a lot going on. Uh, we have a question from Twitter. Bijou underscore 86 says, I was wondering how things were going with his dog, Riley, if he's better behaved by now. Uh, she read in an interview a while back that he was being kind of a handful. He's not better behaved. He really isn't. He's <laughs> he's he's uh he's good at home, but he's just an absolute menace once he's out. So once anybody shows any, you make eye contact with that dog, and he's gonna he's he just want he's gonna want to play with you. He's gonna want you to to he's he's such a little brat. He's a little, wow. a little attention whore. What kind of dog is it? He's a golden retriever. And he's a brat? I've never heard of a golden retriever being a brat. I just mean in the sense that that he's, you know, he's very sweet. Just in the, in the sense that he he uh, he just does what he wants to do. He, he, does, he always does it with a big smile on his face. But he is kind of, you know, he... Uh, I think I think he is a little bit of a brat, a little bit of a brat. Well, Jake, you want to uh, talk to a few people who've been waiting to talk to you? Sure, I'd love to. Okay, let's do it. Um, so yeah, we're taking phone calls now. The phone number is nine one seven three eight eight four one three one. Let's start here. Six six zero. What's your name? Where are you checking in from? Brian. Yes. 
How are you? This is, is Sandy, Sandy from Fairfax. Yes, this is Sandy from Fairfax, Missouri. Hi, Sandy. Hi, Jake. How are you? Very good. How are you? I'm fine. I've had quite a week, but I'm doing well. And listen, congratulations on your Play 3C. I'm very excited for you. Oh, thank you. So sweet of you to say. <laughs> Speaking of that, did you happen to get a surprise for me on opening night? Yes, I did. You did? Oh, good. <laughs> good. Okay, I've got a question. Yeah. Um, when uh, I looked on the inside for supper, and I was just wondering, are the Hankin posters still going to be put in the store for purchase? Yes, they will. Good. Good. Because I want one. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. No, no, no. We still, we still got a bunch. We still got, I think, I think we've got about 45 of those left. Okay. I'll just double check and see if they were going to put in the store because I went ahead and I ordered my T-shirt and my tank top. So I'm going to be anxious to get this poster. <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay. And I one more question. That's a short. I just wanted to uh, congratulations on this on these Stuffer Awards too. I read that in Portland, Oregon, they want Stuffer won more awards. That's very very great. Yeah, I couldn't believe that. That came out of nowhere. I know you were so surprised. I, I said he's so surprised, but he shouldn't be surprised because it's a wonderful movie. It's outstanding. And oh, you wrote it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's nice to get you know that that that, that one was really nice because I really thought that we were done with all the. I thought the the circuit was was pretty much done for us, so it was oh, wonderful. Really? It was really oh really? To get yeah. Oh, <laughs> surprise! It was. Well, that was a surprise. A wonderful well, that, surprise. Well, that's that's great. Well, listen, you take care of yourself, and you take and. Congratulations again on the play. I wish I could be there to see this play. I have a girlfriend that's going to come and see you in July, so I can't. I'm going to hopefully hear some feedback from her too, so as well. Wonderful. Well, I hope she has good feedback for you. I hope so too. Listen, <laughs> you take if you take care of yourself, and I'll talk to you soon. Sounds good, Sandy. You have a wonderful night. You too. Take care, Sandy. Get get some sleep. <laughs> I want oh, happy and happy birthday about three weeks late. Oh, thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. I'll talk to you soon. Okay, great. Ryan, thank nice. you for putting me through. Absolutely, Sandy, and I'm I'm glad all is going well with you. Thank you so much for calling. Well, you too. And take care of yourself, Ryan. Will do. Take care. Okay. Bye bye. Bye. Oh, what okay. Very nice woman, very nice woman. Uh let's go. Move on to this one, 330. What's your name? Where are you checking in from? Hi, Alan. I'm from Tampa, Florida. Hey. Hey, Alan. How's it going? Hey, good. How are you, Jake? Good. Good. My question is, now, um, do you see yourself gravitating more toward plays rather than television or um, movies? You know, it's one well, I mean, I, I, it's not... I would, I would, I hope in my career to to do everything, and the, you know it's it's kind of funny because I've been kind of on a just doing theater for the past few projects, but um, you know that's that's what's been coming up, and and I've been more than happy to work on 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 these shows, but um, it's it's kind of the funnest part about this, and not really knowing what exactly is coming next. 
Okay. Well, Greg, um, I'm a big fan of yours. Um, this has a world turn, so hopefully I'll get out to New York and see one of your plays. I hope so, too. That'd be wonderful. All right. Thanks. See you. Have a good night. Thanks, Ryan. Oh. Thanks, Alan. Take care. Have a good one, Alan. All right. And 913, what's your name? Where are you checking in from? Kansas City, Kansas. Hey, what's your name? Kansas City, you there? Yes. What's your name? Oh, boy, I think you're breaking up. Hello? Oh, no. Uh Uh-oh. Do you have a question for Jake? Kansas City. All right, Kansas City, you can call back. Um, Let's do this one. I think this is a Skype line. Uh, one one one. What's your name? Where are you checking in from? Hello. Hey. Hi. Hi there. Hi, who's this? Hello. Who's this? Hi. I'm Clara from uh, Denmark. Hey, Clara. Oh. How's it going? Oh my God! I'm so excited. E. Thanks so much for calling. I know it's pretty late over there, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's 4 a.m. Wow, nice. Well, lovely talking to you. How are you? Yeah, well, I'm I'm good. I'm good. Um, this is totally worth Do you have a question for Jake? Calling. No, I don't have a question. I just really want to talk to him. <laughs> okay. Okay. What should we talk about, Miss <laughs> Well, um, I'm so excited. I'm shaking. <laughs> No need to shake. No need to shake. No. Um, I just want to say that along with Van, you're my favorite actor. And um, your performance on As the World Turns has really helped me. Um, I struggled with some uh, some anxiety, and watching your performance on there has really helped me. Well, that's, that's wonderful to hear. I mean, that's... Um, you know, I'm kind of always always humbled whenever I, I hear that it's helped anybody on a on a personal level, even remotely. So that's that's really wonderful. And, yeah. Um, thanks for sharing that. I mean, it's um. I'm, yeah. I'm so glad that the that the characters uh, struck a chord with you. Yeah, it really did, and I, I'm a, a big fan. So. Okay. All right, Thanks Clara. Well, hope you get get to come and see some of the, you know, hopefully you can come stay at one time when there's a show going on or there'll be something more that's uh, reaching out out to, to Denmark. Yeah, I really hope so. I think I'm going I think I'm going to the States next next year or so. Cool. <laughs> Let's see what we got. Let's right, see what we're working on then. Yeah. yeah, we'll see what Jake works on. I just want to say... Thank you so much for the call. Yeah, thank you. I just want to say I love you, and I wish you all the best. Oh, thank you, Claire. You're a sweetheart. Thank you. Thanks. Bye-bye. Thanks for staying up with Bye. Bye, Claire. Have a good night. So that's always uh, a nice thing to hear when, you know, it's kind of the, the, the power of the performing arts and 
you, yeah, you were, it is. But you know, I mean, yeah. you know, when the when the show's been done for for you know, well, at least my involvement, and I know that I think I think in Europe the show ended just uh, six months ago or or mm-hmm. something like that or last year. But yeah, I mean, it's it's still it's always wonderful to hear that. Really? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, let's go to this. This looks like uh, oh boy, this looks like this. This cell phone was maybe purchased in the valley in Los Angeles. Eight one eight. What's your name? Where are you checking in from? Hi, this is Stacy from Los Angeles. Hey, Stacy. Hello. Hi, Jake. Hi, Ryan. Hi. Terrific interview. Thanks. He's not so bad. Huh? He's not a bad interviewer, that Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm especially excited to hear about the possibilities for Los Angeles. So. I hope that's a plan that all works back, that all works out, and uh, it's exciting. Yeah, no, uh, that's I'm going to make that work out. That's going to happen. Oh, that'd be wonderful. Well, I just wondered, taking it back to basketball for a minute, I'm just wondering, Jake, what you might see in your crystal ball regarding Jeremy Jeremy Lin. What do you think? Staying? Jeremy Lin? Going? Oh man! Oh, you're good, Stacy. I oh wow, <laughs> yeah, I can just go on about that. Um, <laughs> well, there is still, you know, there have been some uh, complications whether as to whether or not uh, the Knicks will be able to keep both uh, Jeremy Lin and uh, Steve Novak, but because there's some, um, it's called these, it's just a whole thing with bird, with, with this thing called bird rights. It's totally boring. And uh, I won't even go into that, um, but it looks like we'll get to keep him. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, whether or not he will be, I mean, you, you got to have realistic expectations for that kid. And, you know, you can't expect him to, you know, no, I, I, am I expecting him to be the next best point guard in the league? No, I'm not. Mm. I'm expecting him to be good and to, to you know, to improve upon what what he did in the second half of his tenure last year. I mean, you know, when he was, when he, when the Lynn Sanity was at a tight, he was, the, you know, one of our few options. Uh, you know, our, our stars were all, were all injured. So he was kind of doing his thing. And then um, when our big stars came back, of course, Long story short, I'm very excited uh, for him. As a Knicks fan, it's going to be tough. This is going to be a tough year, um, but it'll be it'll be really interesting to see what we can do with uh, with some some regularity at the coaching position. And I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm yeah. All, but a, a true fan is always excited. I've been so pathetic in the years, in the you know the past few years. I'll always think that. That this year, oh yeah, you know things come together this year. It's like it's like a drug addict. It's pathetic, but <laughs> you know that's 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 how it is. Stacy, are you a Lakers fan? I'm sorry. Are you a Lakers are fan, Stacy? Are you a Lakers I, fan? I'm a, a fan of all sports. Yeah, Lakers fan. Of course, right now we're all crazy about the Kings. Right. In right, hockey, but yeah, but it's I I follow it all. It's a lot of fun. Oh man, that, that, that could if it wasn't for the Devils, it would have been. How great would that have been? A New York, L.A. hockey duel. That would have been so great. Yeah. Oh gosh. <laughs> I was I was sorry for the Rangers, but I was kind of in a way glad that they didn't have to face off against the Kings because that would have been heartbreaking either way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That would have been tough. Yeah. Well, I follow it all with great interest, just like I follow your career with interest. And I I just think it's all wonderful. And congratulations on 3C. 
No, thank you so much. I wish yeah. you could come see it. It's a, oh, it is I a do fun, too. It's a fun, uh, high energy show. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm. I wish I could be there, and I'm very envious of everyone who can see it. So, but thank you for taking the time to talk to me, and I wish you both a wonderful rest of the evening. My pleasure, Stacey. Thank so good you. talking to you. Bye. Bye. Have a good night. Alright, uh, 2-1-5, what's your name, where are you checking in from? Oh, hi, my name is Alicia Stipawani, I'm from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Hi, hey, Alicia, how's it going? Just fine, how are you? Very good, very good, thanks. I wanted to say congratulations on the play. Oh, thank you, I appreciate it. Will, and you, be I wanted... come, will you be able to come, come, come see it? I'm going to try to. I'm going to see me and my sister. I went to the last seven luncheons. Always had a great time on that after World Turns luncheons. Oh, yeah, those were fun. Do you remember I used to bring the poster boards? Yeah. Did you get a little package at the theater? I did get a which, which uh, I, I got a couple of little packages. One with, with stamps and a picture from oh, the... Oh, yeah. Uh, no, that was so wonderful. I love that. Thank yeah, you that so was much. for me. That was very sweet. Yeah, I'm going to as the world turns, which we're all was watching it for 27 <laughs> years. Yeah, I, I can't imagine. You know, I've got I've got my favorite shows over the years, and, and um, none of them lasted as long as, as 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 the world turns did. But I would definitely be. You know, there are certain shows that I think you know for me. I, I not that I watch the Sim. I don't watch the Simpsons regularly anymore. But that's like that show's been around since you know. 1989 now, 88. Right. That'll be pretty crazy when that show. <laughs> but I know that's definitely different. That's not like this. That's not every day. So Do you, did I, you see that uh, Soap Classics is putting out old shows from As the World Turns? I didn't. Yeah, they're putting out DVDs. They put out the last ten episodes. They put one out about James Steinbeck, about Lillian Holden. They're very good. Oh wow, that's great. Yeah, it brings back a lot of memories. Yeah. Do you still keep in touch with some of the people from As the World Turns? Yeah, I do. I do. It's nice. Well, that's I mean, good. Yeah, well, you know, I think everybody, everybody Jack tries to keep in touch. But, uh, you know, of course, it's never the same as when you're there working with people. Right. Uh, but, but yeah, I, mean, I definitely do. Well, I just wanted to call and say good luck with the play. I hope to come and see it with me and I my sister. I hope you can, too. I'd love to hear, what, hear, hear how you like it. And I'm glad you got the package. I'm glad Thank you liked it. No, I did like it. Thank you so much. I really, really appreciate it. All right. Have a nice evening, you too. Thanks so much. Thanks, you too. Right. Cool. Bye. Uh, uh, well, you, you just get all kinds of packages, don't you? Um, just the one. Just the one. No, that was a silly joke. Uh, yes. If it ain't yeah. Cool. <laughs> I, I had a feeling. Yeah. Um, uh, nine, nine one three. What's your name? Where are you checking in from? Kansas City, Kansas. I'm Sean. Oh, there we go. Hi, Sean. Hey, Sean. Hey, Jake. I just How are want you? to say I'm doing good. I'm so happy I'm talking to you. Oh, I'm so happy I'm talking to you. I got one of your autograph photos from Outdoor Turns. That oh, yeah. you sit in the mail. What's that? But, uh, do you misplay it on the Azure turns? Yeah, you know, I mean, I miss, I miss, I miss working with the people on it. Um, but you know, it, it, I mean, it's, it's, 
it was wonderful, but it's also wonderful to to be able to do to explore some new roles. It's great. Since since you were you and Luke were a couple on the show, what do you think about gay marriage? What are my feelings about gay marriage? Yes. I think it's I think it's ridiculous to me that it's that it's an issue. I grew up in you know I mean I just I think anybody who wants to who, who wants to get married should be able to get married. Uh, I think we can go ahead and put a period on that statement. Yeah, I mean, I I it's 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 always shocking to me that I mean I remember when I first was on the show, it was shocking to me that I was part of a of a of a groundbreaking thing. I, I, it never occurred to me that um, it never occurred to me that 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 story that hadn't taken place that that you know two men hadn't kissed on on daytime television. So, yeah, I mean, I think uh, I think everybody should be able to, no matter what state. I don't, you know, I just think it should be. I think it should cease to be an issue. I, I'm just so happy I, I, I'm good to talk to you. You're a great guy. I liked how you played in the outdoor turns. And I'm gay myself, and you, you and Luke really brought the show really great. Oh, thank you. That's what you just said. I appreciate that. Thank I, you so I much really for my, my dream has been, since the show's been off, that one day I get to uh, meet you in person. Well, I hope we can make that happen, too. But it was nice talking to you, Jake. Wonderful talking to you as well, and thank you so much for, for calling. And, um, and good good luck on your show. Thank you. I appreciate it. I, hope, I, I wish you could come see it. I am, I'm going to try. Okay, good. Hi. Have a good night. Talk to you later. Have a wonderful night. And 631, what's your name? Where are you checking in from? Oh, hi. It's the Al. I'm calling from Boston. Oh, hey. How's it going? Hey. Good. So I had a question that was about the play. I got to see it. I'm so excited. I'm one of the lucky ones. Um, <laughs> it was exciting. And it was kind of funny because the one that the show is phenomenal and the cast is like totally amazing. Um, and then, but this random really funny thing happened during our show was um, when the character of Linda was talking on the phone. The phone cord broke. Yeah, I heard about that. It was it was kind of funny because we all started laughing and then we're like, oh wait, this is not supposed to happen. And she did great though. She like she almost broke it, but then she like put herself together and like made it work. It was fine. But so she was great. But um, I was wondering if anything like really ridiculous like that ever happened to you, like a prop went wrong or something crazy oh, happened. Like go through well, it. Something has something almost bad happened the other day where uh, so yeah so yeah you saw it and uh, as Ryan pointed out in the beginning, I do come out sans clothing. Um, mm-hmm. and the other day when I go to leave, the door catch, basically I try to, the, the door doesn't move. I try, the, the door won't, won't open again on the other side. Oh God. So from, you know, for like, and this only, it was kind of one of those, it was one of those instantaneous moments that when you're in it, it felt like, a, like a little mini fraternity. Yeah. Uh, you know, because yeah. you're like, I bang on the door, and then I, you know, it, it doesn't give. I was able to then push it open and 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 you know, get out. 
I know but, how you would just watch that off. Like, oh, yeah, totally. Just out now. What's that? I don't know how you would have walked that off. Like, after you know, if you were to just be stuck out there. If I was stuck out there, that I mean, it, 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 it would be, we'd make it work. We'd make it work. But, <laughs> yeah, luckily that hasn't been, hasn't been an issue. But no, otherwise, it's, a, it's you know, for, for as much kind of craziness goes on, um, we're, we're pretty precise and everything. I mean, you know, it's not a very technical show. So a lot of, you know, one of, our, one of the few technical moments involves, like, the phone call. And, of course, one day the cord breaks. Oh. Uh, I mean, we 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 heard. I I remember hearing the the audience laugh at that at that moment. We and that that scene never gets laughed. So we all yeah. noticed. Well, what what are they laughing at? She must have done something really funny. Oh, the cord broke. You know. Yeah. You like ran back and you like picked up the phone and just like threw it across the room. It's awesome. What's that? You like picked up the, like later when you were like running around the room, you just like picked up the phone and threw it across the room, and we all just laughed at you. What happened earlier? I'm sorry. I, uh, can, can you speak Yeah, I think uh, there's some sort of problem with your your Wait, phone or better? or you on a headset or something. Better, worse, good. Better, much better now. Okay, awesome. Took you off speaker. So, <laughs> but oh, and like, but it's a little technical because you do all the like you your character, especially if it's all like the falls. Did you ever like hurt yourself or anybody else? Um, no, the falls were never that bad. Um, they, you know, I think the, you, you should know how to fall. Um, so yeah, know no, how to fall. Fine. Yeah, you got to know how to fall. You got to fall on the, you got to fall on the meaty part of your thigh. The meaty your part. Okay. You don't want to fall on your knees because when you when you're falling on your knees, that quickly goes. That that's that gets bad real quick. It's gonna hurt. Yeah, I was like, you take like a beating like every night, like twice a day. Now that I think about it. Yeah, but it's okay. It's all it's all it's it's all good fun, you know. You just gotta, it's, it's it's all controlled. I like that. I mean, I, I I like I like playing a character that gets that gets beat up a bit. Obviously, now that yeah, I'm pretty sure. Like now, now I think about it, all your characters pretty kind of take a beating. Yeah, is that more fun? I like to carry. I like. I'll do a little. I'll do a little bloodying. A little, a little crying. It's all good for me. <laughs> well, that's wonderful. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, one final question. It's totally the most random question ever. Okay, if all of your characters that you've ever played, especially the ones that we've seen you play, were in the Hunger Games, who would die first and who would win? I don't know. Who do you think? Oh, what was I going to – I think the guy from The Good Wife would die first. Because I don't really know what his deal is, uh-huh. and then Hankin would obviously win. He would just take everyone out. Yeah, I think you're probably. I think I think you're right on that one. I think I think that's kind of a no contest. Yeah, no one's. He's, he's got the training, and and he's just sick in the head. Yeah, no. Very cool. Well, thanks for talking to me. No, thank you. Thank you for calling. No problem. Um, Have a good night, for, you guys. Thanks for coming to the show, really, truly. Yeah, really it was so good. It was so good. So, And I know more people are going to see it just in the coming weeks, so I'm excited for them. Cool. Well, thank you so much. Thanks for the call. You're welcome. Thank you. Have a good night. Okay. You too. Bye. Okay. Um, Brian, before I think we go. About, what's that? Huh? 
I think that might be about it. Uh, it's for me. I've got to give a, a little bit of a big day tomorrow morning. So yeah, what's tomorrow morning? Did you have some more? How many more calls did, did we have? Did you have? Was there I was just, on the line? That, that was that was it for the people who were waiting on the phone. But I, I think just uh, it, as as has been tradition with your interviews, I think that we should bring Manny Brown on the line and put him on the spot again. Oh, is he for sure? Okay, so let's do that. Um, Manny, you there? I'm here. Manny! Thanks for putting me on the spot. Always. Hey, on the spot. How's it going, man? Going good, going good. Do you, um, so, real quick, question for Jake. I don't have a question. That's why I didn't call in. I have no idea. This is Manny on the spot. This is, this is, Manny on the spot. Right. Um, I don't know. Uh, NCAA next season. Um, no, you guys are Syracuse guys. I'm U of L. Um, but these like changes coming up in the conferences, we might not get our games against each other anymore. What do you guys think about that? What's that? What's he saying? What's that, Eddie? With the change in the conferences in the basketball, college basketball. Um, I'm U of L, you guys are Syracuse. We might not get to play against each other anymore, depending on... Oh, oh boy. The, the, the change with the Big Ten or something, right? Right. Um, yeah, I'm I'm not... I mean, I think it's so weird how that went down. Uh, yeah. So, we're, yeah, like, so Syracuse isn't in the Big East anymore? Yeah, I think Syracuse for sure is leaving the Big East, and we're. I think we're still trying to figure out where we're going to go. Yeah, all that. I mean, look. I think college sports is such a, you know, for as, like, I, I love once the games are played, but I think there's just so much shady stuff that goes on, uh, that has not that you know that is completely you know as with anything that's completely ratings or you know just fueled by other other stuff and and you know the markets. So, I don't know what's you know I I, I confess to not quite know. It's been a little while since I was following that, but but I just remember thinking that there was just some craziness going on, and you know, I, I, the, Ryan, you you follow this too, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So is this good for us? Is this good for Syracuse? No, I don't think so. <laughs> where, where, where we're playing tougher teams. I, I mean, I I just think it's it's kind of it sucks to break up the tradition of the the Big East, you know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I mean, I always the thing is, I always did feel like the Big East. We have like a couple, you know. There's there's UConn, Pitt, and Syracuse, and and who else is really good though? You know, oh, come on, don't leave out my alma mater, Jake. Come on. <laughs> uh, we, we were in Final Four this year. We were Final Four. Come on. You are. You are. That's true. That's true. That's true. It's okay, but yeah. All right. So. So, so, yeah, it's, it's, I'm sure it's all about money, whatever it is. What's that? What did you say, Manny? Oh, I didn't say anything. Oh, uh, I, I said, I, I'm sure this conference switching thing is just all about money, who can make the most money, how, you know. It it it, it sucks that it has to, uh, I mean, maybe it'll be great. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see, yeah. yeah. Well, Manny, I appreciate you being a good sport and uh, making up something on the spot. 
<laughs> no, that was that was good, Manny. That was good. That was that was good. Shit. I, I I got one for you guys really quick. Um, yes, sir. So my buddy, my buddy, my buddy and I just my buddy is is pissed off because uh, he's got to go to a wedding, and and uh, the groom he's he's a groomsman, and he's annoyed because uh, because the groom wants everyone to, he wants all the guys to, he wants the groomsmen to all he says I don't want it we're, we're going to buy suits we're not going to rent suits we're going to buy these suits uh, because uh, we're going to get a good deal on them and my buddy is just furious about this because he doesn't want to uh, he, of course he doesn't want to spend the money he's already he's like, he's like, he's like he puts it to me he goes I'm already shelling out you know, like fifteen hundred bucks to go to go out to this wedding, and now he wants me to buy this suit. And I say to him, "Well, what color is the suit?" He says, "I don't know. I think it's blue or black." I say, "Well, then just just buy." Well, I guess, what, what do you you know? How do you, he thinks? First of all, is this un uncalled for? I know women deal with this all the time. Women have to do have to you know just without question buy the uh, bridesmaids' dresses. Like period, um, but men, I think you know his feeling is that men, you, just, you don't have to, you don't have to have a matching suit. I confess that last, uh, not because just because I love my certain suit, not because I didn't want to rent this tux. I, well, I didn't want to rent a certain tux, but for a certain friend's wedding, I just like the cut of this of my suit that I, that, that I wanted to wear, and. Um, and I told him, you know, I said, yeah, 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 I'm going to rent it. I'm going to rent it. And then I just ended up wearing my suit with a with a, with a a tuxedo shirt. Nobody knew mm-hmm. that. <laughs> I got many, many compliments on it. So I just figure the same the same deal goes for, for my friend, right? Well, I'll tell you what, Jake. I, uh, I'm <laughs> in, a, in a wedding this upcoming weekend. And, uh, you know, I found myself in a similar predicament, not clothing-wise, because it's a rather simple uniform that we're uh, supposed to wear, but in terms of the money that we, between the bachelor party and then the wedding is is a destination wedding, and it's just the, all the money that we're spending on it, I would advise that your friend, who's the groomsman, he holler at the groom's mother, because that's what I did, and then she agreed to uh, cover some of the stuff that we're uh, doing. What? Yeah, I so hollered. I back, hollered so. at the mom. Wow. Okay. I don't think he's gonna do that. <laughs> it works, man. It works. You want him to bitch to the guy's mom about how I mean, we think? Yes, I do. All right. Well, I, I, I'll tell him you said that. Mm-hmm. Manny. Yes. Well, I, what do you I think? think I think go the rental thing because, like, me, if you don't normally, you know, you're not in a profession where you have to wear suits constantly. I mean, why buy it? You're not going to be in that many weddings in your life that you have to, like, buy that suit forever. So just rent the damn thing, you know. Well, I say, I mean, I say just rent it. You know, he, he says he says he only has a – right now he only has a gray suit. And I said that's, that's unacceptable. Every man should have a black <laughs> suit as well as a gray – you know, if you're going to you, – you can't just get by on a gray suit. So I said, go ahead and buy yourself a nice black suit that'll last you, you know, years, and uh, and you know you'll be able to use that in many in many different things, and then just don't even just 
if the groom brings it up to him on the day of the wedding, then the groom's head is in the wrong place. Yeah. I think you should just go yeah. buy, like, a really loud color suit. Like, go buy a big purple or neon pink suit and wear it to the wedding. That way... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think, yeah. So, what, so, okay, so final word. What's your, what's your advice to a man? Uh, I'd say rent it. Just, just rent a suit. Just rent a suit. <laughs> Ryan. Holler at the mom dukes. Holler at the mom dukes. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> so this will be great. So I'll tell him, but so the, between the three of us, we have three completely different. <laughs> so we're not helpful at all. Yeah. That's what makes horse races, Jake. What's that? That's what makes horse races. That's what makes horse races. That's right. Yeah. Uh, well, Manny, um, yes. thank, thank you so much for uh, accidentally calling in. I'm glad I could pick up on you and put you on the spot, oh, as yeah, always. Oh, no, no problem. That one button just, you know, my finger slipped. Um, yeah, <laughs> I'm talking to you guys. Uh, Have a good night. Play, Jake. I'll, uh, I'm coming to see the play next week, so I'll see you guys next week. Awesome. Awesome, Manny. Cool. Look forward to it. All right. See you guys. Take care. See you then. Uh, um, uh, by the way, Jake, that uh, they actually responded about the birthday message. Uh, Scott says, uh, Hannah would like to give Jake a massive thank you. Thanks so much. You really made her day. She's crying happy tears. She's so happy. Thank you so much. You made my day and whole summer. Thank you, Scotty and Hannah P. Oh, wonderful to hear. Hannah, again, have a, have a wonderful day. And and uh, I, I'm so touched that that it, that my wishing you a happy birthday meant anything at all. So, <laughs> well, Jake, uh, it is always such a pleasure talking to you. Um, I uh, appreciate you coming on tonight. And uh, anything else you want to plug or talk about before you you bounce? No, I think uh, for, for right now I actually got to get going. I got some stuff to work on, um, and uh, and go to sleep pretty soon. So. Uh, yeah, have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your night. It's always a pleasure coming on, Ryan, and um, I hope to have a reason to come on again soon. Absolutely. You're welcome anytime. Thank you, sir. Have a good night. You too. Bye-bye. Talk to you soon. All right. That was Jake Silverman. Um, we mentioned gay marriage earlier in the program. Our show put together a little uh, montage. I think you guys should stick around for um, it's uh, – quite a moving piece on uh, the state of where we've come in the last two years that we've been on the air. Uh, be back to take a night after it's over. Thanks for listening, everyone. Here it is. I vote in the affirmative, Mr. President. Um, I 33, nay 29. <laughs> the gavel of the presiding officer, no match for the cheers in the New York State Senate. As New York State Senate passes by a vote of 33 to 29, same-sex marriage rights. I am absolutely comfortable with the fact that men marrying men, women marrying women, and heterosexual men and women marrying women are entitled to the same exact rights, all the civil rights, all the civil liberties. And quite frankly, I don't see much of a distinction. Uh, at a certain point, I've just concluded that um, for me personally, it is important for me to go ahead and affirm that uh, I think same-sex couples should be able to get married. 
My job as a father is to love my son unconditionally, which I do and would, and uh, would continue to do what I could to support him so he could uh, live a good and, and uh, healthy and decent and faithful life. Well, I guess one of the reasons why it's so troubling and difficult for people to come out is because of the level of bigotry that's out there against them. Um, and I have to say that you know, your views that you've espoused on this issue are bordering on bigotry, aren't they? You said you recently changed your mind on same-sex marriage. I'm wondering what you mean by that. Do you now believe that gay people should have full rights to civil marriage nationwide? I do. I am no longer opposed to that. I think if people want to make commitments that last a lifetime, uh, they ought to be able to do it. I have All right, gay marriage. You tell us in the book that during the 2004 campaign you talked to George about not making it a significant mm -hmm. issue. Do you think we should have it? Well, I think that we ought to definitely look at it and, and uh, debate it. I think there are a lot of people who have trouble coming to terms with that because they, they see marriage as traditionally between a man and a woman. Uh, but I also know that, you know, when couples are committed um, to each other and love each other, that um, they ought to have, I think, the same sort of rights that, that everyone has. And I'm happy to say that yesterday an appeals court ruled that Prop 8 was unconstitutional. <laughs> Anyway, so I'm happy about it, and J.C. Penney is happy about it, but there's a group called One Million Moms that is not happy about it. And uh, normally I try not to pay attention to my haters, but this time I'd like to talk about it because my haters are my motivators. Anyway, here's some of the comments that people have written on, uh, on their Facebook page. The first one is, love Ellen and everything she stands for. I'm going to shop there more now. Yeah. Here's another one. Guess I have to start shopping at JCPenney now. Here's another one. Way to go, JCPenney, for not giving in to bullies. Stand your ground. And then, finally, I'm a Christian and part of a traditional family, and I support Ellen and now JCPenney. And here are the values that I stand for. I stand for honesty, equality, kindness, compassion, treating people the way you want to be treated, and helping those in need. To me, those are traditional values. That's what I stand for. Wait, 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 Bill. Sandy. What is the difference between a McCarthy-era communist blacklist in the 50s and the million moms saying, hey, JCPenney and all you other stores, don't you hire any gay people don't you dare what is the difference i wouldn't say that's great son as long as you're happy i'm going to say uh <laughs> you know there's there's all sorts of issues that we need to wrestle through in our life and just because you feel one way doesn't mean we should act on everything that we feel yeah why act out on that homosexuality oh man take that kid and put him in like with the taliban because he'd be most happy but in a really, religious state. What is Kirk, I mean, Piers Morgan, what is he doing booking Kirk? Hey, listen, who are you going to get on that show? <laughs> and you don't even make the choice to be gay. I mean, like, when like do they catch on to that? What do you think about gay marriage? Well, as you know, Dick and I have a daughter who is gay with a wonderful partner named Heather and two wonderful grandchildren. Um, Sam and Sarah, just amazing kids, uh, well-loved, and I think that uh, you know, whatever Mary and Heather decide to do is up to Mary and Heather. So you're not against gay marriage? That's right. Okay. <laughs> you feel that way too?
Yes. Do you agree with that? Yes. Mm -hmm. Do you think it should be a federal law? I think freedom means freedom for everybody. And you ought to have the right to make whatever choice you want to make with respect to your own personal situation. New York Senator Roy McDonald has defended the gay marriage bill. On Thursday, June 16, 2011, the 64-year-old Republican spoke to the press about the controversial measure when he said, You get to the point where you evolve in your life where everything isn't black and white, good and bad, and you try to do the right thing. You might not like that. You might be very cynical about that. Well, F it, I don't care what you think. I'm trying to do the right thing. I'm tired of Republican-Democrat politics. They can take the job and shove it. I come from a blue-collar background. I'm trying to do the right thing, and that's where I'm going with this. My daughter came out of the closet a couple of years ago. And you know what? I thought I was just going to agonize about that. Nothing's different. She's still a fabulous human being, and she's met a person that she loves very much. And someday, by God, I want to throw a wedding for that kid. And I hope that's exactly what I can do. I hope she will not feel like a second-class citizen involved in something called a domestic partnership, which frankly sounds like a Merry Maids franchise to me. It's playing out in legislatures like New York and courtrooms and in the ballot box, but it's also happening around water coolers and at the Thanksgiving table and on Facebook and Twitter and at PTA meetings and potluck dinners and church socials and VFW halls. It happens when a father realizes he doesn't just love his daughter, but also her wife. It happens when a soldier tells his unit that he's gay and they tell him they knew it all along and they didn't care because he was the toughest guy in the unit. It, it happens when a video sparks a movement to let every single young person know they're not alone and things will get better. It happens when people look past their ultimately minor differences to see themselves in the hopes and struggles of their fellow human beings. That's where change is happening. And that's not just the story of the gay rights movement, that's the story of America. The one time that I most wanted to say that I was married. When Ryan was in the hospital giving birth to our son, we would try to go in with my daughters, and the clerk was like, no, the kids can't go in unless they're related. Jaden was brought into the ICU. We had to have passes to get in. I told the woman, I'm here for my son. And she said, it's for parents, you know, mom and a dad. And she asked me what your uh, marital status was, and I had to say single after 25 years of being together. And I came in to say, whose goes on the birth certificate? And I couldn't just say me. But dear God, we should not be putting civil rights issues to a popular vote to be subject to the sentiments, the passions of the day. No minority should have their rights subject to the passions and, and sentiments of the majority. This is a fundamental bedrock of what our nation stands for. All right. Um, thank you guys so much for tuning in tonight. Uh, this has been Blazing Rye Radio, Monday, June 25th, 2012. Uh, tune in next week. we got the old favorites coming back, it seems, recently. Uh, we have uh, Broadway... Broadway's own Ben Cameron uh, will be our guest next Monday at our usual time of 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, in the meantime, go ahead and download our uh, anniversary show for free on iTunes and on the Blog Talk Radio. You can always uh, download us there or your Blueberry Network, anywhere that 
a podcast is available, we're there. Um, I see all of you very enthusiastic in the chat room. Thank you so much. And uh, thanks, guys, for all your questions, all your calls. I can think of no better way of ending the show than by saying, if it ain't showbiz, it ain't a biz. And lastly, hit the brakes, Florence. Do you remember uh, anything you said when you were roasting people? I don't know what I said. I just know I said something. (laughs) Every week, New York City actor, director, Shorty Award-winning talk show host, Ryan Holmes interviews the hottest and funniest celebrities around. People were really upset with the Clinton administration, but I like the Clinton administration because finally in our country we have a first lady you could fuck. And I said that on the White House steps. And they called a special session of Congress, you know, to officially censor and criticize me. At that point, we'd had Barbara Bush and Nancy Reagan. Do you know what I'm saying? We hadn't seen kind of a hot young first lady in a while. You, Leah, were the first openly gay comic on television. Did you realize how big a deal it was when you um, proclaimed your homosexuality on, on Arsenio? Take me through that. I didn't just, uh, like, open that closet door. I mean, I kicked the fucker open. <laughs> you know, it was big right. and wide. And a lot of other people were allowed to walk through as a result. And... Um, and, yeah, I'm, that's something I've always been very proud of. You actually dealt with a lot of harsh criticism on, on an extremely public level at a, at a really young age. Did that um, – how did that affect you? The way that I went into the whole situation was, like, I'm putting myself on display to be criticized, basically. If Simon said something really mean, I took it and figured out what was, like, constructive about that. And why is he saying that to me? I'm really glad that I had Simon on my season because I think that I need that harsh reality. Just go Google R. Kelly Real Talk and watch that video. (laughs) And if you still don't think that he's the most genius guy in music, then something is wrong with you because that (laughs) is the most genius thing I've ever seen in my life. My favorite part is that. Milton! Milton! Bitch, didn't I just give you money to go get your hair and nails done? Bitch, you were smiling then. Dude, see, well, don't you want to watch it right now? That's the uh, genius. The show is fun-filled, action-packed, and fucking hilarious. I actually heard that you requested the blocking to be changed so that there's a point where you're sitting on his lap. True or false? Yeah, because I felt I just wanted to make it easier for him because, you know, I, I just he has to jump up on me then and there, and I thought maybe I would make it easier for him if I had to actually climb up on that couch. So I'm always trying to make it easier, and, and yeah, I did request that. That's so funny. That sounds Wait like a minute. I tried to jump we, we, we totally made that question up. It's actually true? You actually... You're joking. Come on. You are totally no, no. joking. Yeah, joke's on me. <laughs> <laughs> what if it were uh, Bob Dylan reading a personal letter? It was time when I learned to sing. They took around the last. He goes around the great stamina. I can even find it. We can find the two. And we have health care at the airport. That's how we do this shit. If you can grab my balls, I'm going to turn, I'm going to cough. You're going to tell me whether or not I have a hernia. I think that's it. <laughs> Right. American woman. It was a political, uh, kind of a quasi-political comment 
upon the problems that were going on. I don't need your war machines. I don't need your ghetto scenes. Colored lights can hypnotize, sparkle someone else's eyes. Hello? I don't think they wanted that at the White House. Now I'm going to be doing a Broadway show, and I just got into my fitting today. I don't even know if I'm allowed to oh. talk about it, but... Um, <laughs> Congratulations. Whatever. Is there anything you can it's, tell us? It's Spider-Man, Julie Taymor and Bono's Spider-Man on Broadway. And wow, that's amazing. Congratulations. Thanks. God, this is so cool. And I'm going to be hanging from wires, maneuvering. It's a huge costume. And Spider-Man, turn off the dark. Running smoothly, everyone's still breathing over on Broadway? Everybody is still breathing. Let's knock on wood. <laughs> I had a I had a Spider-Man fall on my head. <laughs> when I did Rent, which is the only other Broadway show I've done, I had a dancer fall on my head too. So I, I've come to conclude that Broadway is just a dangerous business and you just have to look up. <laughs> Vampires have such a, they're almost, you know, they look human. Gargoyles, I can't imagine being this sexy sex symbol like vampires have become. You know what? I'm sure... I'm sure Hollywood Hollywood has a way of turning anything sexy. And uh, yeah, uh, so yeah, now I'm hard at work writing you a script to play uh, a sexy gargoyle. <laughs> yeah, please do. <laughs> please do. I think there is a there's a dearth of sexy gargoyles that need to be what? written. Yeah, it's a great idea. Yeah, that is. Let's let's go pitch it right now. You know, I'm gonna I'm not gonna listen to the sarcasm dripping out of your voice right now. <laughs> James, if I were to ask you to take your shirt off, what would you say to that? It's a radio show, and I just did. <laughs> <laughs> Publicly against homosexuality, you are not allowed to be privately gay. To Bishop Long, you need to explain the reason why you're sweating like a madman is not because you've been overcome by the presence of the Lord, but because you just spent the last 20 minutes screaming his name. Blaze and Rye, he's got a podcast. Go check him out, man. Blaze and Rye Radio. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.